welcome back. My name is Goldie, and today I am joined with the legendary Mr. Peter Graves, who, uh, if, if you take a little page out of my book, I've displayed my skis in the background because I'm like, I love skiing. I got a ski map right here, ski areas. This is like all the things in the United States. And I use that map for myself as a manifest of like where I want to go in the world. I literally am sitting side to side right now with somebody who's done that before. <laughs> so, Mr. Peter Graves, one of the most historied skiers on the planet. Tell us a little bit about yourself from your words, and uh, good morning. Welcome to the show. Well, good morning. I, you know, uh, Goldie, I even took a shower for this today. That is so incredible. That's, that's how important it is. Uh, <laughs> hi to you, and hi to folks that are listening. Uh, yeah, um, it is a very interesting time for us announcers, uh, freelancers of, of all stripes, uh, and um, I... On my best days, I, I really do try to think of uh, what uh, what good can come of this. There's certainly uh, no doubt there's there's been an awful lot of human tragedy in this, and, and far too many people have died. But um, the prognosis, by all uh, reporting accounts, uh, is is looking uh, uh, more plot positive. Uh, that things are plateauing a little bit. Um, here in Vermont, where I live, and I'm in my office now, as you said, adorned with uh, memorabilia of, I mean, it's uh, amazing. of a, long, <laughs> a long career in uh, How speed. long has it been? So, you know, I first started announcing when I was a cross-country ski racer in college at uh -huh. Fort Lewis in Durango. Yeah. Uh, uh, the first event I recall ever doing was about 1974. That's and when it, I was born. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was cutting my, my first chops doing ski jumping then up at the, what was the purgatory ski area yes. uh, north of Durango. And still, um, still uh, you know, I had no idea when I was asked to do it by my college coach, Adolf Kuss. Uh, uh, he said, you know, you like to talk. And uh, I always uh, kind of had fun doing DJ voices, especially sure. because it was the uh, the epicenter of that era of top forty radio. Right. So you know everybody, like, uh, the real Don Steele and Charlie Tuna and uh, all the folks at KHJ and Larry Lujak and WLS and all of them were actually profound uh, um, uh, people in, in in my life to uh, kind of emulate the voices and know what you one could do with your voice. So I think I was able to kind of weld my, my interest in, in talking and announcing and phrasing initially with my interest in ski racing. So, uh, you so know, you put them together. I put them together and I had the encouragement to do that both from my, my parents, uh, but also um, from my coaches, you know, and uh, because I was pretty committed to ski racing as a high school and college skier. Um, got out of college, got a job at uh, KIUP Radio in Durango as a news director. Uh, I became a stringer for KOAT TV, uh, Action 7 News in Albuquerque. Uh, and then um, without a doubt, the biggest singular thing was when I got a call from ABC uh, to interview for a job as a, a cross-country ski 
commentator for the 80 games in Lake Placid. And, and the short story is Bill Koch, a friend of mine and, and a guy that I knew well and, and raced with, he's younger than I, but he won a silver medal in 1976. Still the best performance by an American man in cross-country skiing. Uh, women, Keegan Randall and Jesse Diggins, did win a gold medal in the uh, team sprint at Pyeongchang in 2018. But ABC wasn't ready to uh, – they didn't have a commentator there to interview Koki. Uh, and I had access to him, and, and I knew him. So that – no doubt that really helped me. So 80 uh, worked the games there. Uh, what did I know? But 1981, ESPN just starting up. Uh, and uh, I worked for them as a freelancer for almost 20 years. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Bob Beatty was there, and I was there, uh, and um, it, it was great. And, and so the long and short is that um, I've been very lucky. Uh, I've been, for the most part, at the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked hard to uh, hone my craft. I do oodles of research, which I think is more important now than ever before. You can't get by on uh, simply a good voice or, or a big personality alone. You have to have other things to back it up. So I'd like to utilize that point you're making right now and segue into a deeper question as to anyone who could take a page from your book right now. And that is... <clears throat> with a couple of minutes of speech, you just took us through 40, 50, 60 years of like history, right? And you're just scraping the top, right? You're just touching. So right now, it it seems like a pretty safe bet to say none of us, no matter how seasoned we are in this industry, 40, 50, 60 years, four or five years, have seen this, this coronavirus, this world effect, this hey man, like I was speaking to another one of our colleagues in Portugal the other day. She's dealing with this. I was speaking to another colleague in Bern, Switzerland. He's dealing with this, right? There is a common bond, right? We are all, the brakes are on the events. None of us are getting the phone calls that we're used to. We knew that we would have April events. They're gone. Okay. We all realize this. This is now a month into it. Today's April, what, 13th or something? April 4th? 13th is that right uh 14th 14th okay so we're into a month and starting to get in a little bit of change of this throwdown and the realization is is how are we as announcers as mcs as hosts customer services customer service of events uh the face of how are we going to make sure through your words stay relevant with our clients and our customers? How do we not disappear? How do we, there's a not, there's, there's speculation that events don't even really start happening until August. And then even then might come with some rules. We may not see big events for a big while. Uh, this is yeah. all hearsay. We don't know. I'm, that's just smoke. But if that was a case, if that was a hypo, uh, 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 thought, then, you know, what do we do through your thoughts? Yeah, and, and, you know, and I'd like to address uh, on the backside of this, the, the human part of it. But speaking professionally, of course, you know, 
our industry as many others. And we, you know, I don't want to, I don't particularly like to single us out as being the only people that are hurt by this, because as you know, it, it's many, you know, think of the trucks that have to stay on the road all the time to do the live TV shows, you know, very, very expensive, all the cameramen, the crews, the just everybody that's involved. Um, so our industry has been hit. And you're right, the phone calls have stopped. And in March and April, I lost um, three big jobs, including the Minneapolis World Cup, which was the first cross-country ski World Cup in the United States since 2001 in Soldier mm -hmm. Hollow. Um, that, that vanished into thin air. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, I think we need to uh, look at ways that we can, and, and I'm not going to use the word reinvent, but how, how can we take this and, and, you know, the proverbial make lemonade from lemons? And, and I think, um, for example, one of the things, my work has been very fast-paced, takes me on airplanes, running through airports, rental cars, driving, blah, blah, blah. As you know, you've, you've done the same thing. Um, so I've slowed down. My pace is sl slower. I mean, I've been gardening a lot. I've been um, more contemplative. You know, our snow is mostly gone here, and I see some of the early spring flowers starting to push forth. So I'm, I'm focusing in on, on much more specific things now. And with that, for me, a guy of my age, Goldie, 67 uh, years of age, I was never given to uh, understand technology and, and how it worked. Um, and in a way, I've been forced, you know, I like to show up, give me a microphone and I'll talk, you know, and, and that's what I like to do best. Technology's not interested me, as I think it has with you because of the nature of your work being a little different than mine. But, so I'm learning, thanks to a very patient wife and uh, stepdaughter living in the house. And um, I'm daring to try, daring to be wrong and not seek perfection. Uh, I'm in the process, as you know, of buying some equipment that I need so I can start up podcasts. I've been doing a lot of writing because I feel like, for the most part, my voice at events has been silenced. You know, I, I'm not able to tell stories there. I've always liked to write. I've been writing more blogs and, and uh, starting a speaking of sports column. So I'm trying to be adaptable to this. And that's what I would encourage everybody to do. Look at things, look out of the box, something that I don't often do, and, and see what might be there for you. And I think, speaking of myself, I, I will be better for this for the experience that I've faced. And then the only other thing I wanted to add is, you know, I think by slowing down a little bit, and we live in a frantic world, uh, particularly in, in, in announcing and the broadcast medium, um, is the slowing down. Um, and uh, I have been uh, deeply touched by um, people who reach out, as I reach out to them, to the to the human side of us. It's not about business, not about getting jobs. Those jobs will come again. I think, I, I don't know. It's possible that the sports world could be forever or changed for a long time. 
by this virus, you know? Uh, will there be no more high fives, you know? Uh, will, you know, who knows? Um, but I, I think we're all gonna be changed professionally and personally. But professionally, I, the, the thing I'd like to tell uh, fellow announcers and coworkers that the work will come back again. Um, I have been approached with dates for next year. And at this very moment, I'm just saying too early for me to commit to this and thank you. And, you know, I'll, I'll be back in touch. I appreciate it. So adaptability and human kindness and, and love. Um, I think those are all really important. I think that's uh, in a whole, we could take away from the fact that this time is giving yourself and a lot of us, uh, we've already heard it so many times, the creative is coming out of a lot of people and people are having time to find time to do the things that they say they never have time to do. And uh, it, it, it is incredible to see how this event industry, one of the best industries to adapt to changes uh, is, is digging in and we're finding the real richness of the humans that are this community right? Like, yeah. And you know, I don't, you know, sport is a very big part of my life and, and many of the people who will be watching this, you know, and, and that's a wonderful thing. And, and we should embrace that and the community uh, of which we live. And I'm always pretty mindful of the people that I work with, you know, whether it's researchers or uh, production assistants or producers or whatever it may be. And I, I, um, I'm likely to be even more so from um, this experience, but uh, uh, I love sport. I love telling the stories of sport and I like people to know the athletes, who they are and what their stories are. You know what, this will be fun. We've got about a minute left and I thought this would be great. You haven't had a chance to work for at least a month. I know this for a fact. So I'm gonna put you to work right now, Mr. Graves. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna have you sign off for us. I wanna know, know your handles. How do we find Mr. Peter Graves? If we wanna hire you for the next ski race, where do we find you? I want you to just give us the biggest sign off of, of, of this month because I know you haven't done too many of them. So Peter, right. Peter Graves, tell us about the show. Tell us who you are and sign this 15 minutes of fame off. All right. Well, thank you very, very much. All right, folks. So here in Vermont, it is a beautiful day as spring has come to the Green Mountain State. And today the dogs are running outside. The flowers are growing. If you want to get knowing PG, PeterG72 at Hotmail.com or the cell 802-380-3704. And Goldie, thanks so very much for all of us here. I'm Peter Graves saying so long for now. Oh, 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 oh,